With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network, presented by DraftKings. And part of the bonus or advantage of doing a show from a casino where the boys are, Amal Shaw. Of course, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Now, where the boys sit is they're at the D Casino right there off Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas. And in real time, just a few minutes before the show started, boys, a gentleman behind you won $24,000 hitting a royal flush on video poker. Can we find, do we see the gentleman, Dustin Amal? Do you see him? He's back at the machine. He's going at it again. He thinks there's a little bit more oil left in that rig. I actually want to know the strategy now. Do you switch machines or is the machine hot? Like, how does this work? Does he, does he well, let's have an on-air conversation. Does he look like a super donk or does he look like somebody that would be actually? <laughs> now, can you see him in yeah. the pullback picture there? On t- is that him right yeah, there? Just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, lean behind you in real time. Go go to the wide shot. Lean behind you in real time and ask him, "Hey, how do you feel?" Let's let's get the wide shot. Okay, now hey, lean back and ask him. Can we ask you a question? We're on the air right now. How do you feel after hitting that royal? You are so calm. <laughs> he said, "Good." Why are you so calm? <laughs> he said, "Oh, you play all the time." Is that not your biggest hit ever? No. What's the biggest ever? 60 grand's his biggest hit ever in video 60? poker. And you want a car Is he here? a native? Is he, is he? You live here? Oh, no. He's from out of town. He's from out of town. His biggest win is 60K, and he's won a car. For strategy purposes, do you yeah, play that ahead. machine till it lets you down, then move on to another one? So it goes backwards? You have a whole strategy, huh? You have a game plan? <laughs> okay, All mix right. it up. Well, Hey Dustin, tell him not to don't, tell him not to forget to to tip the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is freaking. Congratulations, awesome. man! All right, so that that was a pretty calm dude for just winning twenty four thousand dollars. I'm gonna tell you right now. I wish you saw the reaction, Patrick. I mean, he was asking he was like, him, like yeah, "What's up? I'm going down to McDonald's. Do you want anything?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll take a fry." I Are mean, you sure there's he doesn't no difference. owe twenty four thousand. If I won 24K, I don't think I'd have any clothes on right now in this place. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that is, the, the lady that came over for the payout was more excited. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> this guy this is my hero. I want to hang out with him tonight. 
That is, that's what we call a flatliner. Sometimes that's the right disposition. So, so here's the only better. question is like how many more jackpots is he going to hit today? Like I feel like there's another one coming at another casino. Yeah, he seemed like he was plotting his next move. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he didn't really have time for old Vison. He's doing the art, of, <laughs> the art of war of video poker. Yeah, Sun Tzu over here. <laughs> well, congratulations to homie, 24K, a nice little score. Maybe that will, that will boost us, buoy us here on Sharp Money for the next three hours and some good luck. We're going to have our buddy Farley stop by, professional handicapper. Samich is on the way. Now, I will say this without giving it away. There is some drama with Samich and Dustin Sweetelson because they're supposed to have a dinner date coming up. Now, the operative word there, Amal Shaw, is supposed to. Now, it's, one of you is paying off a bet. Am I correct? Yeah, so I won a bet with him earlier in the year. I can't remember what game. And then I lost because I said that an undefeated Florida State would make the playoff over Alabama. He said Alabama was getting in over Florida State, and he was right. So you owe him. Wait, no, I, I said Florida State was getting in. He oh, said Alabama. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Amal wasn't there. You missed it. Yeah. This was an all-timer <laughs> from the big guy. This was during the break, and Samich and I were very confident that Saban was going to get in. So yeah. we're just like, Dustin, there's no chance and remember, I Florida State's going to get in. Yeah. And we said it on the air. We went to the break, and Amal will understand exactly what I mean by this. We went to the break, and Dustin goes, I don't even care. I was just doing that for on air. He, <laughs> he got so angry, but, and then he pulled him. He snapped together really quick. Look at him smiling. You know you snapped together really quickly, and he's just like, yeah, anyway, boys, what's up? But you were so bitter with us in the moment. You well, were so bitter. I was also sitting on my ticket, and I thought you guys were being ridiculous, and I didn't think there was any chance it was going to happen because because we've look the the people who run that college football playoff are all ADs at Power Five schools. The, I did not think they were going to keep a Power Five undefeated conference champion out of the playoff, no matter what the circumstances were. And I have Alabama forty to one to win the national title, so it was going to make me feel twice as worse to hear you guys say they were going to make it and then they would miss it. Yeah, but you know who's more powerful than that donk committee? A guy named Nick Saban. <laughs> It's a fact. That is a fact. Don't ever forget it. Hey, did you guys see what he did? Just to talk about what a clown show it can be, college football. That's why we love it so much because it's the best drama. He just hired a guy named George oh, yes. Helen. Do you guys know who this is? Former Michigan Mama, staffer. Do. He's the linebacking coach from Michigan, linebacker coach that got fired yeah. for insubordination with sign stealing. Nick Saban hired him before the bowl game. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, how smart was that move? It's a smart move, but it just shows you it's like pretending to care about culture or character or scruples or anything that adds up to being somebody that's on the straight and narrow. Saban's just like the guy that cheated for Michigan. Yes, we'll take him. Thank you. <laughs> First so of that all, we is need get, we need to get some signs in the future from Texas. We need to know what we need to do. We do have, yeah, exactly. We do have uh, Alabama, Michigan, by the way, a point and a half right now. That's coming up, not for another, what, 15, 16 days. Oh, uh, Texas and Washington. Texas is up to four. And we do have, what, eight bowl games tomorrow, boys, kicking off bowl season tomorrow? Yeah, I think we've got six. No, I, look, the only game that seems intriguing to me might be the morning game. And it was partially because we talked about it on this show with uh, Rourke transferring to Indiana for the Ohio Bobcats, Georgia Southern taking on Ohio. Uh, you've got also C.J. Harris, their second leading passer of the season, out also. Uh, I, I have to tell you, Patrick, I don't know about you. 
on paper, UCLA, Boise looks good, Cal, Texas Tech, but I couldn't care less about these games. You don't know who's in, who's out, who's in the portal. It just seems like a complete disengagement from anybody who's a junior and above or anybody that can leave early. Yeah, I spent some time dissecting Miami of Ohio, App State, down in Florida tomorrow. I'll have a play there. Dustin, I know you got a couple of plays as well. So we'll get to the bowl season coming up in just a little bit. But we buried the lead because the gentleman behind us there hit for 24K with a royal flush. And that is, if you're just joining us here on Sharp Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, some news as Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco have been relieved of their jobs. No surprise. Uh, Brandon Staley, the Los Angeles Charger or former Charger head coach, uh, has been let go by the Spanos family. So that is going to become a very desirable job because of the Herbert connection at quarterback. Obviously, just one of 32. And when you're looking at the one of 32, you start with the quarterback position. I'm just pulling up the details. It was embarrassing. And we talked about it in our handicap yesterday a little bit, boys, with the human element where obviously the Raiders were still playing for Pierce very much. And whether it's conscious or subconscious, that was a team that had given up on Brandon Staley after the blowout loss, 63 to 21. So Staley out. Tom Telesco is out as well. That's a little bit more surprising because he's been with the Spanos family. I don't know if you have it, Amal or Dustin. I don't know if you have how long, but Telesco has been running that organization. It has to be 10, 15 years. Yeah, he, he's been around, as you said, for a long time. And what surprised me was that they've had good success in terms of what they've been drafting. And he, you're absolutely right. This was his 11th season. Started back in 2013. So a little bit of a surprise that he he was ousted there, but um, I guess they wanted the clean house. And by the way, I don't know if the rumor is true or not. I saw Ben Johnson in Los Angeles shopping for houses. Yeah, he Ben Johnson's going to be on the list. Belichick's going to be tied to every job, the D.C. job. So the commander job for Belichick is going to be, obviously, because his dad coached near there as well. Uh, there's going to be ties to the commanders once Rivera gets fired. It's interesting. With Staley, the Spanos family is saying, we're trying to figure out what we have in-house. With the commanders and the new ownership group, they're keeping Rivera because it's good for the draft position. Rivera's going to continue to lose, and so it's a little bit of a technicality there. Let's just get to what happened last night. So let me lay this out for you, boys. The Raiders hit rock bottom on Sunday when they scored zero points against Minnesota in a three to nothing loss. So they hit rock bottom and then they hit the top four days later, which was last night, 63, 21 beat down of the chargers, 63 points. So zero to 63 sounds like a car commercial, but it's the Raiders. That's the most points scored in Raiders history. That's the third most by a team in the Super Bowl era. That's the most in prime time, seven touchdowns on offense, two touchdowns for the Raiders on defense, 35 points off takeaways, which is tied for the most this century. They had a 42-0 halftime lead, which is tied for the second largest halftime lead in NFL history. And they had scored 46 points, the Raiders, in the last four games combined and scored 63 off of scoring zero. That was incredible last night. It was actually a fascinating game. Obviously, the total there at 36. We should give credit to our buddy. Um, who am I thinking of? 
our buddy that came Mike on Randall. and said that was his Mike Randall out of nowhere, a charger team that didn't have an offensive identity with a backup quarterback, a Raiders team that had just scored nothing against Minnesota with a backup quarterback. Obviously he said his model said, this is the biggest uh, inefficiency as far as 16 points on top of the 36 he said, go over. We were all just like, go over Chargers Raiders, and it ends up being, what, 84 points scored. What a wild game. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, the one thing, and you could see but midway through the game that uh, Brandon Staley was going to be out. It looked like there was zero effort from this Chargers team. The Raiders were playing like they had a playoff opportunity on the line. Uh, they're obviously still not out of contention at 6-8, and eight, but you just don't necessarily feel like they're going to be able to get in. But give Mike Randall a ton of credit. What an offensive explosion. But, Patrick, I tend to look at this in a positive way. Raiders are averaging 31.5 points over their last two games. The offense is really flourishing. And, by the way, how about the two uh, – who is it, Jenkins on the fumble return for the touchdown? Holy cow, have you guys ever seen anyone run slower in the history of football on a play? I mean, I was like, there is zero effort from the Chargers if you can't catch this guy. I mean, it, it was unbelievable on the return by Jenkins. Staley had the look of a dude that was on a horrific hinge date, and he was waiting for the the date to end and the bill to come, but it just she just kept on talking and talking, and now we're talking about her family, and he just wanted to get out of there, out of Vegas. We'll come back and talk about the game last night. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on 
on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, total wine, spirits, beer, and more. Lowest prices for over 30 years. Find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine. Please drink responsibly. Got to be 21 years or older. Got you back here. Of course, the boys. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, live from the D. The machines are hot. Head down to the D right now. Take advantage. I'm Patrick Maher. We opened the show with a gentleman right behind the boys hitting Royal Flush on video poker for $24,000. And he had the demeanor of somebody that was going to a funeral. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> that is like you just walk around and you never know what you're going to get. What is, he's still lingering. You can still see him over the big guy's shoulder. I think he's, I think he's still crying about winning. Oh, I, I no, 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 he's, he's waiting out right paid. now. Tax yeah, yeah, yeah. forms and stuff. Oh, he's getting paid. Oh, he's doing <laughs> the taxes. got a supervisor over here and everything. He's like, oh, if I knew I had to deal with this, yeah. I'd keep I the 24K. <laughs> yeah. We asked him how he was feeling. He was pretty excited. He said good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> With the vocab, not exactly extensive. Okay. We got you back. The 6321. Uh, the takeaways from last night. Now, we'll kind of project forward. It, the interim head coach for the Chargers, as if you haven't heard, Brandon Staley has been relieved of his duties. So is Tom Telesco, the general manager there with the Chargers. They've certainly underperformed, not based on what I thought the preseason win total was at six and a half, but some would say I'm a clairvoyant because maybe I know more than the guys in the desert. (laughs) Six and a half feels like the pure number, boys. (laughs) Don't fact check me, Fezzik, okay? Um, (laughs) Six and a half looks like a number the Chargers may not get to. They've named... Correct me if I'm wrong. Giff Johnson. Giff or Jiff? It's a big debate on the internet. Do you pronounce it Jiff or Giff? His name is spelled G-I-F-F. Do, I had never heard of Homie. I guess the biggest news is they didn't name Kellen Moore the interim head coach, correct? Uh, yeah, because I think we all know what's going to happen with Kellen Moore. Poor guy. just going to bounce job to job here, back to back years. Uh, Giff Smith. I had to look him up because never heard of the guy. Never. Oh, heard I called of him. him Giff Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> might as well be. He might as well be yeah. Giff Johnson. Giff Johnson, Giff Johnson. Either way, uh, he's riding this thing out with Easton Stick. And I think the reason that they definitely 100% could fire Brandon Staley is because they lost Justin Herbert. So we talked about Washington in the first segment. Keep Ron Rivera, ensure a good draft pick. Once Herbert went down, it didn't matter. Easton Stick wasn't going to ruin that draft pick. It's funny because the celebrations that are going on on social media, it's like there is social media. We understand it's a cesspool. But the idea, people just say, well, I can make fun of somebody because they got fired because he's he's got a lot of money. Like that matters. I mean, this is a prof- – like. Brandon Staley's probably what, 38 years old, 39 years old, 40 years old, somewhere in there. Yeah. So this is a huge professional failure. And I'm all set it. Like you could tell he was 41. wearing the disappointment at 41. Mm-hmm. He was wearing the disappointment all over his face yesterday. Like there was no hiding the fact that he knew what was coming. It was quite ominous the way his team was performing. The, the Spanos family had no decision. There was only one decision to make after last night. Like, it would be shocking if we're sitting here at 12-18 West Coast time and he hadn't been fired. Wouldn't you guys agree? Based on what we saw last night, they just had to do it. it completely. Uh, by halftime, you knew Brandon Staley was out. I'm actually surprised Brandon Staley came back out on the field. He wasn't like, guys, let me get a jump on the packing. I mean, it was over. You could tell. You know, the problem is when you get to the point in the season where you're going to be out of contention and you expected to be able to compete potentially for a division in a wild card and you're not doing that 
Guys are making business decisions for their own health and for their own viability moving forward in 2024. The team looked completely disengaged. I mean, the fumbles that were given up yesterday, it's one thing to fumble the ball, but it looked like to me those were not fumbles that would have occurred in week three or four. It, it just felt like guys were like, here, take the ball. I, I don't care. I, I just went off this field. Yeah, the lack of focus. That's why when we were talking to Willie, my only question about handicapping that game yesterday was, hey, take me inside the locker room. Do they like Antonio Pierce? If they like Antonio Pierce, they're going to win the game. That's pretty – like, that's human nature. We want this dude to be here next year. Brandon Staley, even if they loved him, it was a foregone conclusion. Human nature. If we knew our boss was getting let go tomorrow, we're, we're trying to figure out, like, you know, that's just the way – life works. Now, Amal mentioned halftime. I believe we have Brandon Staley going to the break because Al Michaels on the broadcast and boy, were they excited, but Al Michaels on the broadcast, he actually gave Staley props for stopping by down 42 to nothing. Right, big guy. Yeah. And this is how that halftime interview went with Kaylee Hartung. This wasn't good enough. That wasn't us out there, you know, did not come ready to play, you know, Second half, we got to fight for pride, but uh, it's a good group. We got to regroup at halftime. Come on, try to play better second half. Yeah, he's shell shocked, completely. Like, it's setting in too. It's starting to like re it's it's getting real. Like to to go further the, after the game, it it only took three questions into the press conference to get to this. I thought it was going to be the first question, but three questions in. He was asked by the reporters, "Does he expect to be the Chargers' head coach tomorrow?" Meaning today. I don't know that. Do you think it should be? Yes. Why? I know that what I've done here for three years, and I know what I put into this, and, um, you know, I know that we're capable of going. Uh, I know the type of coach that I am. I believe in myself. Um, but, again, this isn't about me. This is about a, a group that's hurting in there. we got to get some rest, and we got to get ready for Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you know, in my book, Staley's kind of gone up a notch the way he's kind of handled this, I felt, you know, you feel badly for, if you don't feel badly for somebody getting fired, that's a you thing, not a social media thing. Like there's three things in life, a family death, getting fired and a breakup. Like everybody's going to handle those three things their own way. And it's like, it's catastrophic. So I feel bad for the guy. He's yes. He's got a parachute. He's going to be fine. He's going to get another job, but it was time to move on. I don't think anybody would argue differently. No, I agree with you. I like the way you summarized it perfectly. I don't like the line of questioning by the reporters, right? You just lost one of the worst one-sided scores in the history of the NFL. You give up 42 points in the first half, 35 points off of turnovers. And it's like, do you think you should be the head coach? He's not interviewing with you for the job. You're not the general manager. You're not the president of the Chargers. I, I don't like that line of questioning. To me, if you want to ask him, you say, what went wrong? What seems to be the problem? Can you pinpoint it? What have you? But to ask the guy, he, he should have turned around and said, yes, I do. Now, do you think you're going to be the beat writer for the Chargers tomorrow? Because I've seen some of your articles. Well, th this is the same guy, though, like a month ago was like, I didn't lose the locker room. So what, in fairness. What, 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 hold on a second. What's what he going to say? say? Exactly. No, I know. I know. Yeah, but, they're not listening to me. But, hey, guys, as long as that direct deposit's there on the 1st and the 15th, peace. I'll say this about Brandon Staley. And we can all have our judgments on, like, going forward on fourth down. And I've never seen anyone be on the wrong side of more coin flips. than Like, he's at the roulette table. It's like 20 reds in a row. 
he finally jumps in on red, and the first black shows up. <laughs> but that's like, the point of analytics, though. Yeah. It's the point of analytics is to make the right decision and let the chips fall where they may. Yes. Like, if you're an analytics person, then you have nothing to say badly about Staley because he did he got it in with the best of yes. it, right? So, like, there's – it's a real fine line that we're walking now when talking about analytics where there's going to be, obviously, a reaction or a pushback on it, and people are going to go back to the gut because that's just the cyclical nature of this, right? Like – the the idea of his decisions is based on a chart. It's not based on his gut. No, and I actually give him credit because it didn't work, but he did it his way, right? Like, he went down swinging the way he was going to do it, and it was definitely something different than we had seen. He was kind of one of the first to, to incorporate more and more analytics the way he did. So I'm going to actually give him credit. Look, things either work or they don't. In his case, it didn't work out, but, like, no one can say, like, if it didn't work out, he tried to be someone he wasn't. Like, that's who he was. You heard him speak. He's not a rah-rah guy. He's not a motivational guy. He is a pragmatic, analytical, numbers-based guy, and it just didn't work out for him in the end. I, I, I like Brandon Staley. I think he'll emerge somewhere as a defensive coordinator next year, uh, or he might take a year in between. Who knows? But to me... I hope he's a coordinator very soon. Yeah, I, I think a couple things are in play here as well, right? Bosa's only had three healthy seasons and seven or eight in the National Football League where he's played 16 games. Mike Williams got hurt. Quentin Johnson's been a bust so far as the first-round pick out of TCU. Um, Keenan Allen's been a little bit banged up this year. We know Justin Herbert's been hurt. They've had offensive line issues. Corey Lindsley, who came over from the Packers a couple years ago, has barely been on the field for the Chargers. Spent a lot of money on a corner who didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, so... I, it's not all. Khalil Mack stinks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Khalil Mack had one good game this year. I forgot who that the was. Raiders. The Raiders, right? He had the five sacks against the Raiders. And I don't know. I, to me, the, Patrick, you said it best. I thought Brandon Staley really showed a lot in the Kaylee Hartung interview, and I liked his response in the postgame presser. He knows, and every single person in that room knew he was going to be out tomorrow morning, or meaning today. And I think he handled it very, very well. Conversely, Antonio Pierce, it looks like he's going to get the, this is the type of thing and he's a very suggestive person he being Mark Davis, a 63 point like, you know, outburst after you didn't score anything. It feels like Mark Davis is like, "I'm in." Yes. Yes. I've seen enough. Like and then Anto here's the one thing we do know about Antonio Pierce, it appears he knows one word. It starts with an F. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> so if you're squeamish or you're God-fearing, just turn away because Antonio Pierce will tell you what to do with yourself. When we return, big news out of the NBA, two big injuries. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bowl season. Tomorrow, a ton of games, eight games. Make sure you check out the free bull betting guide. It's vcin.com slash bull guide. Strategies for betting bulls. Kind of a primer, skeleton. How to use vcin's betting tools, expert picks. This is a big time guide we're giving away for free. vcin.com slash bull guide. Okay, we got you back. Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. They're sitting at the D. Now behind them is a gentleman that as the show started, I'm Patrick Maher. Welcome. Hope you're having a nice week. Got a big weekend ahead of us, including the Bulls I mentioned. Also three Saturday games. I would say all three on Saturday in the NFL. 
Very, the NFL just basically looked at the sporting calendar and said, we'll take that day from your soul. You were thinking you were going to spend time with your family. You were thinking you were actually going to spend time with your children. Roger Goodell said, no, 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 no. We create divorces and fantasies, okay? <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, but speaking of a fantasy, behind the boys, this gentleman, now, again, he's a bit of a flatliner. We'd have him on the air, but I don't think he speaks. Uh, he won $24,000 as the show was starting by hitting a royal flush in video poker during the commercial. He hit for 2,500 more. So the music's still going more. off behind me. You can hear the music faintly in the background. If we can pull back on the wide shot there, boys, in the closet at the well, D, he's gone. we can see. He oh, bounced. He, he left? He bounced. Did yeah. he have a ski mask on? <laughs> That's the machine. Dustin, point to the machine. We've got a wide shot of you. Oh, that is a wide shot of you, Big yeah, Have yeah. you been going to the gym? No, no, no. Um, as I should. That's, if you'd like to come by that where Dustin's pointing, you should sit at that machine. That machine has paid off $26,500. Um, so I'm getting some intel from Paulie Howard on the gentleman because apparently Paulie was hanging out with him before. Yeah. I ran into Paulie on my way in. He was on his way out. Paulie says the guy yesterday hit for 20K and 9K. So he's he's a sharp when it comes to video poker. Potentially 24K, too. I can't read Paulie's text because anyone who knows Paulie Howard knows he can't text. If we're being honest, the guy just kind of looked like a donk. <laughs> he's just no no <laughs> vibe that that guy's coming in and taking all your money. Mr. Steal Your Girl, Mr. Steal Your Money. Yeah, Mr. Steal Your Slot. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I can call him a donk. He's not coming to Hermosa to get me. You guys just don't say anything. No, you're, the only thing you should be worried about is him buying your apartment complex and, and kicking you Dude, out. He just said $54,000 in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good run. No, I'm just playing. The guy seemed like a good dude. <laughs> He was, again, so uh, does Paul know him? Does, yeah. I, I was told Paul was, was hanging out with him here. He's coming back now. He's coming back to play. He, here still comes going the, the donk? Okay. Yeah, legend. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Here Why? he goes. Just yeah. if, if you hear music in the background, my man who's already cleared $26,500 today is trying to cash in. He's having a big Friday. Must be a big Christmas for he and the family. Okay. It's going to um, be. I'm, it, I think, yeah, I, my I feeling is he's flying solo. I think you. I think your read is. Right. I don't think we can laugh. All three of us. Are. You're a poker player. Don't need to be a poker player to read that about him. <laughs> okay. I'll be whatever he wants me to be tonight. I'll show him whatever he needs to be. Whoa, seen. big guy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Um, okay. Uh, I said to, when we were going to break, we do have Antonio Pierce. We'll get to that in a second. But just quickly, this is huge. The Cavaliers play tomorrow. They host the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, but they're going to be in a big hole because Darius Garland with 1150 to play yesterday and the third quarter broke his jaw on Kristaps Porzingis's like hip. And then he played the rest of the game. So that is a tough kid, but Darius Garland broken jaw. He's out four weeks, the guard there for the Cavs and the big for the Cavs, a knee situation. He's out six to eight weeks. So the anchor of that defense and a good Cavaliers team are going to miss Right now, obviously they have Mitchell, but Garland and Mobley are done for the year, boy. Excuse me, done for four and then four to six. 
Six to eight, sorry, for Mobley. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge blow. It has a profound impact on this team moving forward. I think the Cavaliers right now, who are sitting just over 500 in ninth place in the Eastern Conference, are really going to be challenged when you lose two guys of this caliber, your second and third leading scores. That's a combined 37 points per game. I mean, that's huge. Donovan Mitchell will pick up the slack a little bit, obviously, but still, uh, it's going to be tough to overcome Mobley's size, what he can do for you defensively. Garland's ability to dribble, penetrate, and create. Um, I, I think this is going to really hurt this team. If you were wondering about the toughness of Darius Garland, so that was a little over 11 minutes to go in the third. They took him out of the game. I was just watching the clip. He ends up playing 36 minutes, so he came back with a broken jaw and finished the game. Finished with 19 points, three assists, a couple of boards, so tough kid. Picked up the slack as well, right, big guy, when Levert was out and others were out. So Garland's been having a great year, and now he's going to be gone for four weeks with that broken jaw. And Mobley, my goodness, done six to eight weeks. A really Anything nice there? a really nice player who, you know, when he was drafted, we didn't get to see a lot of him, I think, four games at Vanderbilt. Remember, there was a lot of questions about what he was, but has really developed. Actually came on our old show on Sirius uh, at one point during nice the pandemic. And he yeah. was a really sweet kid, gave us a really good interview. And I would say his career took off right after that interview. He really became a different oh, player. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. It's kind of like when you said hi to the guy behind you and he hit for $26,500. <laughs> exactly, a little bit similar. Yeah, no, this this hurts. And I, and I saw people tweeting the other day before the injury about Donovan Mitchell potentially getting moved. I didn't realize that was a rumor that well, was out there. Yeah, he. they don't think he's going to wind up staying in Cleveland long term after, I mean, the, the move. New York has always been the speculation. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I, what's your guys' take on Mitchell? I think he's a nice player, but I think he's really a number two who thinks he's a number one. I'd like him on the Knicks, though. That's great. You can add to the list of number twos you got on that team. I mean, he's averaging 28 points, close to six boards, five assists. Last night, he went crazy against the Celtics, but I think you're right. I think... I think when he is forced to carry the load as that number one, you're probably not in the best position. It's almost like it's weird because he's more talented than somebody. If you're talking about the Knicks, he, Darius, excuse me, Donovan Mitchell is more talented than somebody like Jalen Brunson, but Brunson's such an alpha Killer. that he would have to be your number one and Garland would have to get in where he fits in or he can't come. That's, you know, yeah. those, those are two pretty strong personalities that are also aren't ones in Randall and Brunson. Yes. Yeah, I would say, though, from a Knicks perspective, if I could get Mitchell without having to give up Brunson and Barrett somehow, if it just took some picks and some other pieces, I don't know what it would take. I, that's a win because when he was with the Jazz, the Knicks didn't want to part way with R.J. Barrett, also in the similar mode of not a killer, not a one, but maybe a two or three at some point in his career. So I, I don't know. I would like him on the Knicks. I'd like to find a way to make that happen. And maybe this Garland injury and Mobley going down, season's kind of a loss at that point. Maybe that makes the process go quicker where they're looking to get, get another taker for Donovan Mitchell right now, cut their losses. Back to Staley, because I want to get to what you guys think about Antonio Pierce. So he's going to be known obviously. And I think it was Schefter that said this, but we talked about it yesterday. He's going to be known for getting beat by the interim head coach there at Allegiant stadium. A couple of years ago, remember they had a week 18 against the Raiders win and you're in the postseason. the chargers lost it. Then last year in 2022, they were up 27, nothing at the half 
to the Jags at the Jags and lost 31-30. And then yesterday they lost to a team that scored nothing the, the game before, 63-21. to So he's he's got a couple of seminal moments, he being Staley, as to you could point to and be like, that's not great. Uh, but, you know, he won 10 games last year. I believe he won, what did he win, boys, eight or nine his rookie year yeah, as a head nine, coach there nine, with the Chargers? Yeah. So it's not like the record was pitiful. I just think people expected more. But Amal said it. Like, they they have high-end talent. They just don't have a ton of depth with the Chargers. And Joey Bosa has got to take some of this because Bosa never plays. He's a big ticket that they paid. And, you know, Herbert plays. Williams got injured this year. You mentioned Quentin Johnson. Looks like they missed on him. Eckler is not the type of guy you're going to continue to feed as an RB1. Like, there's some issues there. I, I would agree with you there. And when you look around the National Football League, if you're looking for a landing spot as a coordinator, as a new head coach, I, I'm looking at the potential openings. I don't know if there are any better than the Chargers because I think universally most people would agree that Justin Herbert in the right situation is a top-five quarterback. Uh, top seven. You don't agree with that, Dustin? No, well, Here's the only argument I would make. It's not about Herbert. Is that if the Raiders job does fully open up, I think I like that better only because you can start from scratch and get your own people in. The problem is, are you going to get the right quarterback? You're drafting high. And do you Wait. want a rookie quarterback? You don't want to coach Justin Herbert, who's like 25 years old and potentially the most talented player in the league. We're going to act like he may not be part of the problem here. I yes. I, I very much would act like Justin Herbert is not even kind of a problem. He, he might be 10, 20% of it. We don't know. We'll see I don't that, remember the talk about him coming out of the draft. I would say he's negative 1 billion football. percent of the problem. You think Justin Herbert's an issue? I, I'm not saying he's all the issue, but I'm not saying like he, a good quarterback could have made up for a lot of these mistakes. Don't get mad at me. I'm just going to disagree. <laughs> I would just say, like, he that will be a coveted job because there's no pressure. Spano's family leaves you alone. You're not even the second fiddle in Los Angeles. Yeah, they can't the afford Raiders to fire are more popular coach. in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. What's that? And they can't afford to fire another coach. <laughs> exactly. The Spano's family, they're looking in their couch to pay off Staley. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets instantly at DraftKings. New customers use that promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. So, again, download the app and use the promo code SHARP. Get $150 free. No sweat, same game parlay every day at DraftKings for all betters. DraftKings, the crown is yours. When I first started in radio for the, like, first five years, they didn't pay me. They called me an intern, but I was an employee, but they didn't pay me, so I had to go pick up a second job at Banana Republic. And I remember during the holidays, they would play Christmas music or holiday music, but people don't realize when you're shopping, you're in a store for, what, 10, 15 minutes, and then you jet. On those CDs, it's like three songs that just keep repeating, and I would have like a 12-hour shift. So all I can ever think when the holidays come around is, last Christmas you gave me my heart, but the very next – is it Wham? It's George Michael, right? You guys know what I'm talking about. And then was the one by Shorty, uh, Mariah Carey. So those two songs were playing incessantly. I bring that up because since the donk behind us has won $26,500, all we keep hearing is, right? Am I wrong? No, it keeps going. It's back on loop. You can hear it. I would say everyone who's worked retail, by the way, has that nightmare that you just said. Mine is working American Eagle and the song... To the left, to the left, everything you own in a bu- I think I heard that song 4,000 times one day. Well, you know, well, we are is- hearing in our nightmares the song behind you. You are right not now, kidding. <laughs> that is wild. Whoever anyway, wrote this song Dustin is Sweetelson. getting good royalties. Our, live from the D, what we're talking about is this dude who just won $26,500, and the machine hasn't stopped singing since as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. Those keeping score at home, I was fired from the Banana Republic job because they moved me to selling shoes, and I fell asleep in the shoe storage bin, and they said, you got to (laughs) go. Even though I was the Michigan leader for commission at Banana Republic because I had hoodwinked all the people at the registers when they said, who helped you today? And the customer's like, nobody. They just said me. (laughs) So every time they said me, I got bonuses. Uh, That is ingenuity. (laughs) You know who would have killed it, though, in that department? Rex Ryan. You got to embrace it. Hey, whatever your proclivity, I'm not here to judge. Hey, did you guys see this? I'm just uh, quickly taking a look. It looks like Scherzer got cut by the Rangers. Is this old news? He got cut. No, he has back surgery. He got cut? Where are you seeing cut? Yeah. Quotes from Scherzer. Oh, 
he'll miss much I, it of the It says season. released by the Rangers, but meaning his quotes were released uh, by the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna I be, read it as he was released by the Rangers. He won't bad. be back till June or July, they're saying. Uh, look, when I look back on that trade for the Mets, the fact that they got this anything is, for him is a miracle, even though they're paying him. He's getting $43 million next year. From I, the Mets. Yeah, I, well... I think he's he's the highest paid player on the Rangers, the the Nationals, and, and the, the Mets. Mets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's the highest paid player on three teams. <laughs> and it's you could still say for the Nets, it's the one like ten year contract that actually worked out. Those don't work out very often, but he got one of those huge deals, and it ended up working out for them. He's one of a handful of guys. You're absolutely right that it's worked out on. <laughs> the song okay. is so Let's... distracting. Relentless. Can we get some Bad Bunny in the machines or something? <laughs> something a little catchier? Um, then the Dustin's, payouts are going to go down to about $2,200 instead of $24,000. let us get to uh, Antonio Pierce. So we we joked about it, but the Rangers are they are kind of on an island with how they make decisions. And Mark Davis is somebody that's kind of just his own dude, which I actually respect. Uh, since Davis got to Las Vegas, I've – and I lived there when he was there. I, I respected him because every time I tune on, like, locally, I turn on, like, the WNBA game. My man was sitting on the wood cheering on the team. He's always at the VGK games. Like, he's just part of the community. And he does stuff for the – so, like, why you can't really hate on that. Yeah. I, yes, he's a, he's a Nepo dude, but, like, whatever. He's part of the community. G- give him credit. It's and the family the business. Raiders. I, yeah. I to your point, Patrick. I also think he's much more approachable and normal than a lot of these owners, right? Like you know, you couldn't see some of these guys. They would be like, "Oh my God, there's a fan within a hundred yards of me." Whereas Davis just seems pretty chill that way. You know what else he is? Hydrated. Did you guys see the waters lined up in front of him in his booth yesterday when they I kept showing him? No. I swear he had 20 bottles. Like, if you were to go to Twitter right now and say Mark Davis water, it's a thing. He had 20 bottles of water. Anyway, my man is hydrated. And he's easily impressionable. Like, I think they still rue the idea that they didn't keep Basaccia around. Basaccia, who went on a great run when Gruden was fired, uh, made the postseason. The players loved him. That's the type of dude. Look, I know he's a special teams guy, but so was John Harbaugh, right? So Basaccia should have gotten an opportunity there. He didn't. He went with McDaniels. McDaniels is a donk. Like, there's no way around it. He, people don't like him. He doesn't seem to like people. It's a bad mix. So Antonio Pierce, likable. And he just dropped 63 on the Chargers in prime time. Fellas, I mean this. I think that means he gets the job. Every time Antonio Pierce speaks, guys, I hear a better version of Dan Campbell. Like a little less shtick, more genuine. Like Campbell knows how to like sell the way he's speaking a little bit more. He's a little more refined with it. I think Antonio Pierce comes across just like, look, I'm just an old linebacker and I love ball and I love football, but the guys are playing for him. Let's hear from him and you can tell me if you're hearing what I'm hearing. First one here from Antonio Pierce after the game asked, what does a win like last night do for their confidence? I mean, obviously, you know, it doesn't matter who you play. It's hard to score 60 plus points in the National Football League. Um, but I think just, just seeing guys understanding like, man, if we execute, we do things the right way, you hear it all the time, right? It's kind of cliche. Believe in the process. And I think the guys have done that. They bounced back. And, and, and like I told them on Tuesday, because, you know, I'll be honest, we were all down. I was down. I was, in, I was into it. And um, the best thing that they did, they came to work and, and their mindset, their mentality, their energy, their bounce in the building, the way they were talking. I had to slap myself. 
and get out the funk. And they got me out the funk. And I told them that on Tuesday, and I told them that again today. Hats off to our players because that's that's what leaders and real men do. They bring others along with them, and they brought me along. And hell, we we kicked some ass today. <laughs> Dude, I love okay, him. Dustin. I'm I've got my pen out. As you can see, this is a pen, and I write with it. And I'm looking at this list, and it says RG3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says Herm Edwards. It yep. says Frank Reich. And I think I'm missing Mike one. McCarthy. Who, uh, Mike McCarthy. No, Mike McCarthy was not the fourth. I, I'll, I'll think of it. Um, are you ready to throw randomly Antonio Pierce as somebody? That, that clip was something. Are you ready to throw him as somebody that you uh, ride with? I'm all in on Antonio Pierce as a leader of men. I think he comes across as very genuine. I think he's someone who can get this program in the right direction. I think he can build it back at their core and the basics and the fundamentals of football back up. They will have a toughness that they get from him as their head coach and leader. And I don't know if he's going to be the guy who brings them home to a Super Bowl, but I think he can very much be a guy that gets this thing rolling the right way. And maybe he's the guy before the guy. I'd argue Dan Campbell should be the guy before the guy in Detroit and Ben Johnson should take over next year. But I think Antonio Pierce absolutely is the right man for this job. I, I agree with everything Dustin said. I, to me, one of the most impressive things in those uh, comments we heard was he talked about he needed being uplifted, and the team did it. And he's absolutely right. I thought this team played with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. And the fact that they got a right of Josh McDaniels, you could see the change in disposition. Look, the game was early. It was over early on. And this team knew it, but they played with so much energy throughout. And Antonio Pierce, I believe, is only one of six or seven coaches in the National Football League that's a former NFL player. And I think there's just a certain buy-in that comes with a guy that has been out there and gone through the rigors. And that's no disrespect to the other guys, but I feel like players tend to relate to them. And then as a head coach, you understand what players want, what they need better maybe than somebody who isn't a former player. All right. Sold. Big guy, you you you're, you got me running through a wall for Antonio Pierce, who's got the Raiders running through a wall. I don't okay. even care about like what system he wants to run. I don't care who he wants to bring in as coaches. That roster stinks. And the fact that they're in all these games, they finally exploded on, on offense. He did that with Aiden freaking O'Connell last night. Like, just absolute garbage. And he, without his best, second best player on offense and Josh Jacobs, the guy he wants to feed the rock to. So I'm all in on Antonio Pierce. I think he is... He is the new mode or model of, of head coaches around the league. Dan Campbell, we see what Dion's doing. Be a motivator, get the best out of people, and delegate the responsibilities to the coordinators. You know what's interesting is Music you keep style. on talking about they may have, like, regretted letting Rich Basaccia go. Yeah. He's still alive. He's still coaching. They could just go hire him, but they don't. <laughs> like, you know, Rich Basaccia has been an assistant head coach for like 10 years. I'm like, there might be a reason he's not getting a head coaching job somewhere. It, I think it's because he looks like a mafia enforcer. <laughs> he is from Yonkers. <laughs> is he from Yonkers? That it makes a ton of sense. Okay, we'll start setting up week 15 and talk about some of the injuries at the quarterback position next. Coming up, Sharp Money.
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.